Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A. FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Open your hearts. Loosen your butts. It's time for couples therapy. Yeah, this podcast is Andy and Naomi's where they can both laugh and hang with all their homies talking excellent vacationing with brunches and cuddling to messy situations just in conscious and coupling from Netflix hookups to single them with some Hulu text sex regrets so feeling on your new jubu they gon' talk about it ah yeah you are invited ah needing therapy I guarantee baby we got it it's Hello, everyone, and welcome to Couples Therapy. My name is Naomi. My name is Andy. And we're a real-life couple. A real-life couple of comedians went too fast there. And on Couples Therapy, we answer a couple of different questions from a couple of different listeners. I know you really came in hot. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know what? <laughs> we had just recorded an episode. Yes, we did. And we're actually re-recording this intro. We had recorded an intro yesterday. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. And Friday, then, even. We recorded it two days ago. Okay. We were like we're being recording early. This, this is Super Bowl Sunday. We're recording this intro. Oh, all right. It, the Super Bowl hasn't started yet. I don't it hasn't even, even started. This is the pregame. Yes. This is the Super Bowl pre-show. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the point is we were watching the Ask Rana Valentine's Day show yesterday. And yes. Naomi turns to me and goes, hey, we recorded the intro and this episode's coming out the day before Valentine's Day. We did not. This is a the show is called Couples Therapy. <laughs> we have been together for 14 years. We have not <laughs> mentioned Valentine's Day. I know. Which shows you how important it is to us. (laughs) Well, especially because last year the episode dropped on Valentine's Day and we made no mention. We made no mention whatsoever. And I was like, what is that about? Considering our whole thing is that we're two lovers. Well, real life couple, real life couple of comedians (laughs) who can't be bothered to even acknowledge Valentine's Day. I don't think it is an important holiday for us. I think that's true. It also, you know, I was thinking about this earlier. When I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess we have to talk about Valentine's Day because we're re-recording this. If you go back far enough, Mm -hmm. everything that we do right now, Mm -hmm. it's either because a rich person had a surplus of something. (laughs) So, like, someone in, like, 1897 had a surplus of chocolate, and so they invented a holiday (laughs) where people buy chocolate for each other, right? Right. Or someone said, I want to deny black people something, and that's why we do X or Y today. (laughs) Those are the two reasons anyone in America does anything today. Not out of the spirit of either of those things. Yeah. some. But <laughs> but if you go back in time far enough, those are the two reasons anything has happened in this country. So that is why I think it, Valentine's Day, it's like, I don't know what, it, you know, some what? greeting card company made it. I don't know. And they just like grabbed a saint. 
Well, it's just funny you say that because like when I was younger, I was very into Valentine's Day as somebody who wanted to be in love. Uh-huh. And then once I was like in a relationship, I think I've maybe had two relationships that actually covered Valentine's where it was like, okay, it's a thing to do. But this goes back to the same reason why I don't like New Year's Eve. I don't like holidays where there's pressure, where it's like, this is a day where you're supposed to do a thing and it is indicative of the quality of your relationship and how much you're in love. And this is when you, it's way too much pressure. But I fetishized it when I was single and lonesome. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Watching rom-coms, watching my best friend's wedding, listening to the entire soundtrack on loop. I said, will I ever have a Valentine? And now here I am with someone I love very deeply. And you know what the most romantic thing is to me Mm -hmm. when you load that damn dishwasher (laughs) you know how i feel loved when you've made a perfect dinner you know how i feel loved when you let me lay in bed all day and you say hun it's okay that's not a prefix menu at a restaurant naomi that's not a dozen roses i'm really sorry but the only way that you can show love Mm. on valentine's day Mm -hmm. is an expensive prefix dinner that's true you're right like whatever the chef just had lying around i know it's like the extras it's like oh we have a surplus okay so let's just say everyone you either and here's my thing with the prefix too the vegetarian option is always bland and boring yes it's like like squash and oats It's like it's not it's even like, cooked. It's like, why are you giving me a bowl of gruel? And then it's like, <laughs> yeah, and, and, but you, but it's very still costs, Oliver Twist. But it still costs the same amount as like if I got in the steak. Yeah, and yeah. that's rude. Yeah. That's rude. Yeah, yeah. Fifty five dollars. It's like, are you out of your mind? Fifty five dollars for fried pickles. Oh my god, y'all. Do you know I'm sick of these white owned businesses? Because <laughs> we ordered, we ordered food for pickup, and they included a fifteen percent gratuity, and I just really felt like. You already charged me $26 for a mushroom patty. Isn't that going to the front of house staff? Isn't that getting to the kitchen? If you already, if the food already costs too much. And honestly, I you put it together and you put it in a box. And then I picked up that box. Is a 15% gratuity the thing? Come at me. Actually, don't. I don't want to hear it. I stand by what I just said. Just so 15 we're clear. Percent just when so, the food was already expensive. Yeah. Just so we're absolutely clear. The when point, the food, the point I picked it up from you. The point isn't the tip. We're very generous tippers. Oh, no, of course. The if point I, is the tip for nothing, for doing absolutely, for we picked it up. Yeah. No one served us. No one had to deal with me. No one had to bring me a fork after I dropped my first one. No one had to the listen food to wasn't me very ask good. questions about the food. The food wasn't very good. We could have returned it if we had been there. If I had been there, I would have said, oh, no, you have to. I don't want this. And I would have got money. But they put a 15% gratuity on that takeout. I had never had that happen to me before. I think that's a, I've never had a 15% gratuity on a takeout. Not when I done picked it up myself. Mm-mm. Not when I picked it up. Mm-hmm. Not, not when I walk inside there. And we took a chance. This is a, like, hip-ish kind of L.A. It's restaurant. Hip-ish. It's hip-ish, yeah. And it's been three or more years since we ate there. Okay, it was never very good. It was just that, that it was like a cool place to be. And, and it's close. And they changed the menu and I'm like, why don't we pick up? Okay. Right. Yeah, it's close enough to pick up. And the menu looks different. I gotta tell you, folks, food was not any better. Same old shit. <laughs> same old shit. New shit, same bad taste. New shit, same <laughs> bad taste. But anyway. Anyway, so that's Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah, was that our Valentine's meal? Was that our Valentine's meal? Saturday night? Maybe. Maybe. Honestly, nothing more romantic than you and I complaining together. <laughs> that is that love is. in a nutshell. Yeah, that's Absolutely. our version of love. Naomi, 
I want to get into an update. Yes. Okay. Because, look, folks, if we give you advice, we would love an update. From I would you. love to know what you did. Even if your update is, y'all are dumb. Or update. Saying that about ruined, us. Yes. Okay. Or like, update, you ruined my life. Or update, <laughs> I didn't do a single thing you said. Or update, you answered my question nine months late. Uh, I want to know where you're at now. In Dylan's episode, a bride to be was worried. Yes. Okay? Yes, yes, yes. Because her family is, you know, conservative, might embarrass her. And I don't she even has think it's her. A, just like, I think uh, maybe just out of touch, maybe was the phrase. I don't know, honey. <laughs> I think she was like, they're going to say something offensive to somebody. Yes. A lot of their friends are queer. Yes. And a they lot said, of their relatives what are, should we do? are, I don't know what the word is. A basic conservative Reagan. bitches, possibly. <laughs> Reagan. Friends of Reagan. Friends <laughs> Is that the phrase we That's should it. Use? There's a friend of Dorothy, a friend of Reagan. <laughs> Go ahead. So they said, an, uh, and we said, I don't remember what we said, but here's their <laughs> update. Ah, what? Thank you so much for answering my question. I was so giddy listening to your answers. I had to pause the episode to follow up. Dylan is correct that I'm having anxiety dream about it. I'm worried that people will look to me to answer for everything. Outdated means grandma might disapprove of a woman with a shaved head or aunt will... By the way, Naomi, I'm sorry to break in this. It's your influence. I have never said aunt in my life before. Ah, yes. It was always aunt. I know. Aunt Renee, Aunt Emily. Now, aunt, that's you. That's wow. all you. Now, is that a Valentine's Day gift that I'll, I now say aunt? I'll take it. Uh, or an aunt will ask why I let my bridesmaid wear combat boots or a cousin may be weird about the best man wearing nail polish. I thought I knew what your advice would be, and I'm pleasantly surprised to have some different mm. perspectives to consider. Thanks again. Oh, I can't wait for your wedding. You have to realize, too, you're actually going to be so busy and inundated on your wedding day that you're not even going to have time to be, like, policing and taking care of everybody. And especially, remember, everybody a damn adult. So and I bet some of your queer friends got conservative outdated family at home yeah. they know how to deal with these people yeah and nobody should be getting into it on a wedding anyway you they don't have to you don't day. have to worry you're not yeah, gonna have to worry gonna you're not gonna fine. have to like, however also, if grandma's like why is he wearing nail polish she's like grandma do you want the color it's like <laughs> let it go so but uh, the listeners naomi had a panoply of comments okay, about this bring one. it bring it okay because one said a listener now they said they started off they understand the bride's dilemma but yeah. Quote, as a gay lady myself, I really do not like the idea of someone having to prepare their family for possibly encountering me in the wild. Mm, it yeah. makes me feel like I am the weirdo. Okay. Please, dear listener, bride-to-be, stress about something else and let the queers and olds figure it out like adults in the world. Absolutely. Okay. But then another listener wrote in and said, just want to offer some info for the listener seeking advice for their wedding regarding queer friends and quote-unquote outdated family. Again, I'm going to go with friends of Reagan. I think that's the new. As background, my pronouns are she, her. My spouse's pronouns are also she, her. I'm femme. She's mask. Both Jewish. Our wedding was a real grab bag of genders. We sent this email to the guests beforehand so that one straight guest got some info and two queer guests knew that we had their backs. And then there's a, a long email that kind of talks about pronouns and other things like that. Oh, wow. That's possible. Mm -hmm, you could mm -hmm. do that. You could. You could. You could, but you also don't have to. Let the olds and the queers figure it out. I'm back with the first person. Yeah. I don't it know. Also depends, it also depends on your family and like what their dynamic is. Some uh, people appreciate it and are like, I, I'm excited for this and I want to make sure I don't misstep. Yeah. In which case, great. And then other people feel like, you know, like, like the first person where it's like, 
I don't want to feel like someone has to be like taught how to in- interact with me. Yes. So it's like, we're going into the safari quietly now. Observe. You know what I mean? Like no one wants that feeling about themselves. So it all depends on kind of Did we not dynamic. send out an email about like COVID precautions and things like that to people? Yeah. We also had like, we had a Q&A section where it's like, you know, where we're like, hey, these are common questions and here's our answers. Like, especially, you know, can I bring my kid? No. Here's why. <laughs> Blessings to you. We understand uh, if you cannot attend. Yeah. What should I wear? All that kind of stuff. Yes. I did end the Q&A section with uh, whatever happened to Big Johnson t-shirts. You did. You did. Absolutely. Also, uh, there was one page full of pictures and at the bottom, Andy put um, Pennywise. <laughs> but no, I put. During a, br- during a break and shooting from it? the yes from the original original it miniseries <laughs> tim curry dressed as pennywise smoking a cigarette smoking a cigarette <laughs> she's like at the bottom she's uh, at the bottom with a collage of yeah, lovers photos under an umbrella <laughs> no explanation <laughs> and no one ever brought it up no one yeah <laughs> no one did but i th- so like there are you can send an email out if you want but i also think that like these you know these people you know, I'm assuming that the family that you're closest to will know some of your friends and at the very least, like, knows your social circle, like, who these people are. So they shouldn't be, like, thrown off. You know what I'm saying? So I think it will be, I think it will be fine. Yes. Now, can I can I talk about, you know, also a couple weeks ago, I was telling people to leave five-star reviews and tell me their re- recipes they make for Lazy Days. Specifically, Naomi, you said, put the word compelling in the review. This I is did. on Apple Podcasts. You said, put the word compelling in in there and put your go-to meal okay your go-to meal and listeners you respond i i i really love this i love how many responses we got yeah for this i will say this continue to do this put the word five stars the word compelling and your (laughs) go-to meal and we will read them on the show naomi you i've given you my phone that has i put them together yes in a file yes okay so first one instant noodles or frozen fried rice tj shave style noodles and veg fried rice are faves with a fried or scrambled egg on top yes i like this that's simple because i let you put an egg on top now it's like a whole thing you got a protein okay uh someone actually just wrote three three words tater tot hot dish hot dish <laughs> i think that's word. my favorite hot i don't even know what that word. is don't know what it is i'd like you to um expand on that Tater tot hot dish. Yes, new review. <laughs> new, new review. Compelling. Review. Compelling. Tater tot hot dish colon. Tell me what's going on there. Um, Tell us what's going on in your colon. Tell. <laughs> now, someone else says, my go-to meal any time of day is a breakfast sandwich, egg, cheese, and bacon or sausage. Ideally, I have a perfectly ripe avocado. And I said, okay, yes, this is good. Yeah. Simple, elegant. I love this one. It's just all caps. Tacos. All caps. You all know? caps. And it depends. When I don't know if that's simple, though, because what, what are we putting in the tacos? Oh, yeah. When I make tacos, it's very complicated. He's cutting up all these veggies and sauteed all these veggies, then adding the soy rizzo. I mean, that's going to take you some time. Yeah. That's going to take you some time. You got corn. You got sweet mini sweet peppers. Yep. You got Tomato. tomatoes. Yep. You got the soy rizzo. Yeah. Ideally, you would like an avocado crema. Ideally, you'd like some avo. Yeah. I mean, I like some avo. In Shredded Monty Jack. Of course. Shredded so it's a lot. It's a production. But I also like this... My go-to meal when I don't feel like cooking is oven-roasted chickpeas and veggies, preferably broccoli. That sounds up my alley. Uh-huh. I usually toss them in curry powder and other seasonings okay. that tickle my fancy. Sometimes yeah. I even make a quick mock tzatziki Get out. with some Greek yogurt, Absolutely grated cucumbers, okay, seasonings, and lemon juice to drizzle on top. Quick and easy. No. 
just like me. You, Ina Gart. And then a winky smiley face. Quick and easy. Just, okay, so you a slutty Ina Gart. Because you over here talking about, you know, just some classic roast vegetables, make my own tzatziki. No, that's advanced. That's advanced. I'm talking about some white rice with a fried egg. I'm yes. talking about the people who said, you know what? We got one pan, 10 minutes and a dream. I mean, this person that's just says miso soup. Simple. Thank you. And that's, you know, you could just order that. You know? Yeah, you over here roasted. Chickpeas and veggies. <laughs> No, no, no. You fancy. You if you have to drain a fancy. can, that's not a quick go-to easy meal. No. I mean, the, look, again, the moment you're making your own dressings, okay, because you're grating cucumber, and then also whatever seasonings that tickle you fancy, the fact that you have a fancy to tickle vis-a-vis -vis seasonings, you fancy, okay? You fancy. You out of here. Okay, somebody else is something that I just think I want to, I need to put out here we need to talk about as a community, because I just saw the top line, but I said, What? <laughs> My go-to dinner is savory oatmeal. <laughs> I said, excuse me. The base recipe is simple. Prepare as instructed using broth instead of water. But the real magic begins when you add toppings. I'm into the way they're telling the story. <laughs> My favorite combination is salsa, avocado, sunflower, and hemp seeds and nutritional yeast. Interesting. My wife likes to make pizza oatmeal with marinara sauce and mozzarella. If we have time and energy, we saute any veggies we have in the fridge and throw it on top. Mushrooms and kale work beautifully. Wow. I'm not into it. Because I'm trying to imagine, I'm like, is it giving polenta? Because the thing is, when I, my oatmeal, I like, I, I do the quick cook, quick cook Irish steel cut. So it's got some texture to it. Do you say that before you, before you do it on dish or something? Yes. Quick cook steel cut. Steel Red cut. Weather, quick yellow, cut. weather. Quick cut. Steel cut. Um, but like, cause I'm trying to like, I don't know. This is, it sounds wild to me. What I'm hearing is wild. What I was imagining when I heard the, the phrase savory oatmeal mm -hmm. was oatmeal and someone cutting up steak and just dropping pieces of steak inside it. I mean, like what I'm thinking about, cause at first I'm, I'm okay, I'm thinking kanji, which I get. I was like kanji, but like that also feels much more like um, liquidy, like what is a that? little more soupy. So that's like, so then I'm like, okay. Wait, but, what's but, that? It's like a Chinese savory kind of porridge soup it's like a porridge soup mix okay and you you know it's savory but it's like then when i get into it's like i think the nutritional yeast or maybe the marinara sauce and mozzarella that's when i start <laughs> to be confused because i can almost take an oatmeal and a broth but it would have to be very soupy and then maybe you put like some shredded chickens i don't know this one's wild andy our listeners run the gamut <laughs> they run the gamut because that's a lot. That's a lot. Should we change the name of the show? Run the Gamut? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Speaking of the show, <laughs> who was our guest on today's show, Naomi? This was a fun one because it's a friend of ours. Yeah. This but is great. This is the one, the only, you've already heard her dulcet tones, Miss Erin Whitehead. Yes. Erin is an improviser, an actor, a writer. She is the co-host of the podcast College Town, which is part of Comedy Bang Bang World. Mm -hmm. And Andy and I have been on it. It's yes. an improvised podcast. It's very funny, and I was very nervous. I think I was we like, did I don't okay. improvise. I think we did pretty good. But she co-hosts College Town with a very funny Seth Morris. She is also a member. Bob Duke himself. Bob Duke himself, the member of Wild Horses. This is now the third member of Wild Horses we've had on the show. Warren Lapkus. Stephanie, Stephanie Allen. Allen. And now, Aaron Whitehead. Roll it. Aaron, I'm very excited to talk to you because there's so much. First of all, I know very little about you. <laughs> 
So there's one thing. You're our friend. Right. We've known you for years now, and yet I know almost nothing about your life. You say years with an S. I think that's because you're very plugged into improv. Like, I, I knew Aaron first. I mean, I knew of Aaron, obviously, from Wild Horses and performing. Well, that's what I knew, Aaron. But... I think I really was like, oh, this person's fun. It was, I think, following you on Instagram and seeing your um, drawings, yes. your artwork. Yes. Oh. That's when I said, oh, she knows darkness. By the way, can you hear Squee <laughs> chewing yeah. in the background? He chews so goddamn loud. Lord. I can't hear it, but I now want to, so I'll if listen you hear, for it. If you hear it, like a kind of like rubbery sound, it's gonna happen. can you hear it? Oh, I can hear it. That was just one That's little crunch. Really but it's like cute. really very there's mukbang. There's a crunch, and then there's like a like he'll really get into it, and it gets like I, I want to say a rubbery sound, but maybe <laughs> rubbery. That, what would you call that? I don't know. I don't anyway. Do you think people who have that is it mis- misophonia? Do you think yes. it applies to cats and dogs? Because I would think they would think, think that was cute still, but maybe it's maybe it's across no, the board. I think board. it might ruin them. They yeah, I think it applies pets. to everything. Yeah, because like, any kind of uh, phonia. I wondered if it was a human thing because I'm definitely more grossed out by humans than animals. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. in general, sure, definitely, definitely. In general, I just watched a video of a snake eating a snail, and Ugh. it's nauseating. It was very nauseating. I, I turned it off within about two seconds. I just read a book about snails, but keep going. <laughs> and I was going to say, <laughs> not as nauseating as human beings. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the what we do to the snail beforehand is truly, we're, I mean, the snake at least just gets right to it. Yeah. We're, oh, yeah, buttering, we're, right we're buttering them, we're sautéing them. Oh, I just meant human beings in general, not not just what a human being does to a snail. Just I just anything. Meant, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I would rather watch a snake eat a snail than, than a I would watch. a human on their best day. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Full face of makeup. I'm uh, saying all the right things. You're like, I want to throw up. <laughs> yes, from misophonia to misanthropy, we're covering all the misses. All the misses. All the misses today. Now, Erin, I would like to know, you read a, why did you read a book about snails? <laughs> and what was the book about snails? Well, I was hoodwinked a little bit. I Somebody had... <laughs> Someone had recommended it. I'm on 900 Facebook groups. Okay, okay. this is my age. And uh, for, for this isn't your age, actually. <laughs> that is that is it like a be. generation or two above you. <laughs> I mean, Andy, you know I'm 73. I, I you know <laughs> I use a lot of product. Um, someone in one of my chronic illness groups had suggested this as like a book about chronic illness, mm-hmm. uh, and it's called "The Sound of a Wild Snail Eating," and that caught my attention because I thought, great title. Mm-hmm. And it is about a woman with chronic illness, but while she's bedridden for years, somebody brings her a plant that has a little snail and she just ends up obsessed like watching it and then gets all these books and reads about it. And I mean, I have to tell you this snail mating, one of the most fascinating things <laughs> I've ever read about. I was, really? I was, I, I'm, I would marry a snail. <laughs> But, but it wasn't no. enough about chronic illness. So I ended up basically reading a, I read a science, science writing is what it was. Like I, I wanted more illness. But this woman was not a scientist of snails. She was someone who became fascinated by snails and then said, let me share the stuff that I had read from other books. Exactly. Yeah. Now, at what point did you, did you realize this was not the book you thought it was? And why did you continue on with the book? Well, I was taken in at that point. I, I thought the writing was good. The writing was good, but I also did keep thinking even towards the end. I was like, we'll get back, right, to the illness. We never did. Are you no. always so hopeful <laughs> in the face I mean, of- Naomi, you know me. Yes. I'm such a hopeful 
person. <laughs> uh, I feel like if the writing's good, I'll take the ride. Had mm-hmm. the writing been bad, I would have, I, I absolutely would have given up. Wait, mm-hmm. let's get back to snail mating. Yeah. What is so, what was so fascinating? What captured you about? So different the- breeds mate in different ways. But one of them was, uh, so snails are almost blind, but they, they use like their, their whole body really. And then their little feelers to sort of like smell, taste, like they smell and taste are their main ways of figuring things out. And they, when they meet someone, they like touch their little tentacles. And then sometimes they'll just like glide along side by side, getting to know each other. Wow. (laughs) And then some breeds, this part, this is not the breed I would want to breed with where I snail. (laughs) They take little, they have these little calcium arrows, like Cupid's arrows inside their whatever their little snail feet and they shoot them into the other snail and then the other snail shoots theirs back and then they exchange calcium arrows mm-hmm. and honestly wait now is that I'm like, mating or is that just like i've i've um they're giving you past gifts i've incapacitated you you've That's never given fore- someone a calcium arrow it's the foreplay and it's something <laughs> it has like their pheromones on it or something so like the other person's like okay i'm uh. into you and sometimes they it goes in and they go away they no, go no thank, thank you. you no mm-hmm. thank you so wait it's getting is it getting to know each other or is it foreplay or is it, it both? Is, I think it's both. Okay. It's like, I think for us, it would be like if you were into someone and then you got close and smelled them and you were either like, oh, yes, or oh, never mind. Uh-huh. 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 Right, 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 right. Yeah. But it's not like you're getting to, it's not like you're on a date with someone and then you like, you know, put your finger in their butt or something. Andrew. I mean, I do that on a first date just to, just well, to take the temperature, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. literally old-timey. to take the temperature. Old, old ti- I like to take an old-timey temperature right at the beginning of a date. Yeah, you know? right, right, right. <laughs> just, <laughs> just to make sure they don't have COVID. Exactly. That's how I do it. Exactly. You've got to take someone's rectal temperature these yeah, days. Yeah, just to start. That's hello, how are you, yeah. bend over. They're going to lie Absolutely. about it. They're going to lie about say, their temperature. Yeah, they will. I say, get over my lap. Let's get this done. <laughs> and then we can order some apps. Yeah. Then we can order some appetizers for the table. Um, Aaron, I'm curious. Well, because it's funny. because no, I just like, love when you pivot. Well, because what's funny because it's like, we do know Aaron, but then at the same time, there's always a time when I'm like, something about having someone on recorded media, I go, now I can ask a bunch of questions. I, dude, I am the same way. I'm, I'm oddly more comfortable with a microphone. I am excited because I feel like we're new friends and this is a different level. So yes, anything. Ask I know, anything. we can dig deep. What I wanted to know is like, okay, you're from the California area originally. No. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> End of interview. Naomi's disengaged now. This is why I have to ask these questions because I'll be knowing. I just because I hear information and then I was like, wait, but then I was like, Virginia, but then I was like, that doesn't seem right either. No, and please, I, d- I don't remember anyone's like geographic history. I wait, was Erin, can we yeah. guess? We're gonna guess oh, every yes. state. No, yes, not guess, every state. All, guess all the states I've lived in. That's I don't fine. not no, where you're from now. I don't think southern, you don't strike me as southern. Okay, uh, you strike me more as like a cold blooded Protestant. Hmm. Wow. Okay. Go on. Feel I've just flattered. not from demeanor. Not from demeanor. <laughs> I'm just saying, if if I had to pick you out of a lineup and someone's like, you know, pick the wasp, I would be like Aaron. Wow. Wow. Oh yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. You you definitely could be giving a wasp. You could be giving Nancy Myers. Yeah. Totally. I want to wow. say. Okay. If, if you rocked caftans, do you know what I mean? Like if you were giving, if you were wearing Eileen Fisher. Yes. You could talk, you could use the word summer as a verb. And I would be like, absolutely, she does. Oh, God. I, I, I hope I get to a, a, a rich point where I can <laughs> use summer as a verb. I know. Using nouns as verbs, that's how you know somebody is moneyed. 
Yeah, you know what I mean? Except journal. I can't stand when people say, I'm going to go journal. I'm going to journal in my journal. (laughs) No, you're not. You're going to write. Okay, keep going. Keep going. Keep guessing. So I said California and you said no. (laughs) Then I said Virginia. You said no. But I don't think Southern. I want to say like Washington or Oregon. No. Is that right? No. No. Okay. I'm going to (laughs) say. You guys have like 46 left. (laughs) I know. But I know it's like not the middle. I know it's not the middle. I think listeners, do you find this compelling? Us just guessing. <laughs> New <laughs> Hampshire sounds wild, but there's also something about you because, like, you do seem to like to be outside and like nature. Vermont, but not Vermont because no. I know Maine. No, <laughs> even though there is family in Maine. Okay, there is family in Maine. You there's do go there. Yeah, you know what? I don't want to keep saying states. You have to tell us. Okay, originally Massachusetts, but oh did my God New Hampshire, but did so live in the South in North Carolina. What? So you start off in Massachusetts until yes. what age? So you became a carpet packer, basically, is what you're saying. Uh, do you like a carpet salesman? No. <laughs> you're a northerner who, who went, went down, down south to make your fortune. Oh, a great term. Didn't know it. Delete this. Um, <laughs> uh, so Mass. So we did. We moved from Massachusetts when I was six to Altadena, California. See, okay. So when I yes. say Erin, well, you said I. You're right. I did live here. I did live here, but I thought we were talking like originally originally. But you have formative years here in California. You're right. I think when I hear from, I go to the first. That's fine. But I just need the record to show that I wasn't totally off. That means that I have been listening when we talk. (laughs) Yes, you're right. No, I do. It is a hard thing. Like when people say, where are you from? I've been, whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, Are you a military kid? No. When my, my dad died when I was five and we, my mom moved us when I was six to California to be closer to her parents. And then we ended up moving to North Carolina. We're there for a few years, moved to Ojai, California. Back to California. So okay. Back you to were, California. I, I know. Now, like I, now I feel terrible. I should have just said yes and we could have avoided this whole conversation. <laughs> no, like, no. What are, we, what are we doing? You were, you buried the lead. Okay, I guess but- I did. Did you go to North Carolina because you guys were fans of Super Chunk and Merge Records? What was going on in North Carolina? <laughs> Merge Records. Do you know we didn't know anybody there? I think my mom wanted like a change, and it uh-huh. was and it was. It's a beautiful state. Yeah. It didn't ever. I think it never really felt like home to us. Like sure, you didn't know anyone there. And there was nothing. And it was like the late 80s, early 90s. So it was like our. We had a neighbor that like flew the Confederate flag. Like it was just not what we were. Mm-hmm used to and um and so then we moved to Ojai where we did know people and Mm -hmm. this was before Ojai was what it is now it was not celebrities it was not like the place to be every weekend it was a small town that was like a lot of new agey artist people and then Mm -hmm. also a lot of like weird I don't even know how to put this in the best way like cowboy trashy sure yeah. Sure. What do you mean? Wait, cowboy trash. What's cowboy trashy? Like they didn't actually have horses, but they dressed like cowboys, and they were kind of trashy. What do you mean by okay? <laughs> okay, mean? by tra- okay What's by trashy. trashy what do you mean? Andy, they were hated. Mean? They like did not like women, and they were like shitty to girls. Like like like, and they're like yeah, like have drunk lasso, all the time. Lassos without a horse. Yeah, drunk all the time. Yeah, sitting so in the back of playing as as cowboys. Sure. They basically could have gone to like a a comic convention. Sure, dressed like that. Yeah, they would. They would never have gone to a comic convention, though, because they were like, they would have thought they were cooler than nerds, despite being so many levels below. Like, no matter what you're, look, uh-uh. no matter what you dress up as, 
if you're just dressing up, if you're just playing make believe and you're an adult, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you ain't no better than a nerd. Well, I know that. <laughs> I know that. But I don't think that they, I think yeah. they would have thought comic guys were a nerd. I think they thought they were cool. Right. But I would Cowboys. say, I would say if you're a cosplayer, if you're dressing up like Gambit and go into Comic-Con, sure. you're about a billion times cooler than these freaks. Right. That's right. what I'm saying, Andy. Think cowboy cosplay. Yes. Cowboy now, that's cosplay. exactly what I'm saying. So, again, the Ojai you're talking about, I'm wondering yeah. then, because do you went to high school there? Yes, for ninth and 10th, and then I uh, dropped out. You Wait, what? Did? You dropped out of high school? I went to junior college, yeah. You did? Wait, I did. this is why we podcast. Because when I this tell you, Aaron, is, Hold on, this is why we podcast. Because <laughs> this when, is why we podcast. This is why we podcast. Because, like, literally, if you guys knew the... I mean, quite frankly, Aaron and I already have several podcasts going in the form of voice notes that dis- disappear. <laughs> so to think that we've been voice noting for about a year, almost a year, and I'm just now finding out that you left high school to go to junior college. Yeah. Okay, so let's go back. Before we hit junior college... Ninth and tenth, oh, because like I'm imagining that it's like a very small town. It's a very small school. Like, yeah, it's, it's giving. What are we doing on Saturday night? We're sitting outside on someone's porch. Like, there's nothing I mean, to do. We're lassoing uh, <laughs> beer bottles. We're lassoing beer. Yeah, bottles. or we're getting lassoed by the guys. Um, yeah. So my for ninth grade, I went to a school called Happy Valley School that had Get seventy kids total, <laughs> ninth through twelfth. Oh God, and. It was it was a private boarding school, but I was not a boarding student. And my poor mom drove me like up this windy half hour road every morning and to go to Happy Valley. It sounds dangerous. Happy it sounds Valley. like a cult. I know. And it was a sweet like it was it was like a sweet school. I will say it's like it was just too small. It's like you know how like friendship dynamics can be at that age. Like I think there was a certain point in ninth grade where I just sort of ended up on the outs. And there were 13 people in my class. So that was it. Like, <laughs> 13 w- people. We had like, we had to sit in a yurt every morning. What? And what? pass around a stick and talk about like what concerns we might have or what feelings we might be having. Like, uh, and so wow. after ninth grade, I said, I, I, I think I basically said to my mom, like, I'm just, I'm not loving it. And it was a private <laughs> school. So she was like public school. And so I went, I, so I went to the public school which weirdly was a better fit. Like, I think I just, I liked being the weirdo who was like friends with everybody, but not mm-hmm. in any one group that ended mm-hmm. up kind of being what I, mm. what and I was. So what was that? 80 kids? <laughs> no, that was, that was bigger. I feel like okay. that was like, I'm not good at, I would guess at least a thousand. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. So big. Okay. So that's a big old school. Yeah. No, how many, just, yeah. how many yurts? Yeah, how much yurting were you doing there? <laughs> no yurts, but there were those, you know, like every public school in California, there were like the trailers where they hadn't like built buildings yet. So some no, you're, right. you're, say, you're talking to two East Coast people. We don't know what you're saying about we trailers. Have no idea every, what you're talking about. Every California school at some point decided we need more classrooms. And instead of building buildings, we'll do these temporary super shitty trailers and eventually replace them. And they never do. And so uh-huh. you end up with these like leaky stuffy <laughs> windowless <laughs> classrooms like yeah. yeah like trailers you would be in if you were on a tv show while you were waiting to go on set yeah exactly but like bigger oh but bigger wider yeah. right so just wider but that yeah that kind of thing right like corrugated metal yeah like in the middle of the hot steps. california sun yes. <laughs> you all just sit in there good god yes yes that's a nightmare i know um so then what was the decision then after 10th grade to go to junior college? This is where 
I really questioned like what was going on with my, I, I like all my friends were older and I, how come? <laughs> how? I, think, I, it's funny. Cause like, I think back then I probably was considered people would always be like, Oh, you're such an old soul. And I was talking yeah. about this with a friend recently because he, he was told the same thing. And both yeah. of us have the sense that maybe our souls stopped at that point because now we don't feel like old souls at all. <laughs> yes. Like I feel in fact quite regressed in a lot of ways. And so I don't know, but I, but I did like being friends with older people. I was always like in a rush. Like I was like, these people are not cool enough. They don't get it. Like they're not. And I don't mean cool. Like I was so cool, but like smart. Like I, mm. I had no time for the high school sort of like, um, I don't know, like when my so-called life came out, there were girls who were like, I don't like her. She's so introspective. And I was like, you're so dumb. Like I couldn't, <laughs> I was a little bit, uh, maybe a little bit of a bully intellectually in like a not nice way in high mm. school. If I didn't think someone was smart, I let them know. Uh, really? You don't Ew. even know how snails fuck. <laughs> yeah. I was like, do you even, do you even know how snails fuck? <laughs> <laughs> wow i can't imagine that you being like because you're such a gentle person that i couldn't imagine you like there's one thing i get like an eye roller like knowing someone's dumb but letting yeah. them know is a different thing i think if it came off as mean if, it, if someone was just dumb and like kind i would never mm -hmm. it was when they were if they were an asshole and i was like you're not even smart enough to be an asshole you know like <laughs> yeah. in a yeah, way yeah. that i probably wouldn't Mm -hmm. Well, I don't know. My friends would probably say I still would. I, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. If unkindness is on the line, I'm, I'm fine to call it out. But is so like when you say older, like so for instance, if you're a sophomore, your friends are seniors. Or are we talking mm -hmm. to like an old person who hangs out outside of the Seven Eleven? So both. So both. <laughs> when I was 16, I dated a guy who was 29. What? No. He Arid. lived. He Arid. lived in a warehouse. Erin. Wait. What? He, he rented a room. In the back of a warehouse, he covered the walls with black velvet. Aaron embedded them with rhinestones. Aaron, we would just make out to techno music. Aaron, <laughs> Whitehead. I don't. I don't even know what. To okay, do. I'm like. Okay, <laughs> that that description gave me a headache. It's Aaron, a, I know it's a lot. Eric's okay. Hold Aaron, on. Picture me scampering through the warehouse to the front where the bathroom was because it was a long walk through a lot of shelves of I don't know what. What? Wait, wait, wait. So it's like, no, wait, wait, like where? Hold on, like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Everyone, shut the fuck up. Hold on. A warehouse. A, a warehouse. Like a working warehouse where people are in there, like putting. Yeah, hold on. Shelves? Items? Are they building something as warehouse? Look, my only knowledge of warehouses are really from television. So people get in yeah. fights in warehouses, as far as I understand. Well, this was like, I will say, I think it was used during the day, but I would <laughs> hang out with them at night there. So it was like, it wasn't open anymore. Uh huh. Okay. But it was Why? shelves and shelves of like stuff, stuff of whatever wares. they were selling, of wares that were being housed. Yeah. yeah wares were being but housed. But it was fully dark. So I'm like <laughs> but barefoot. Not, but no one's building something. <laughs> Did you see any acetylene torches? Was someone was someone creating something at all ever? I don't it was think just... it was an interesting warehouse. I think no, it was okay. just... Andrew, I have more questions. This wasn't from Punch Drunk Love. So was, okay. my thing is, you said this he, uh, room in the back of the warehouse. So like, are we talking this person is like put a, put a mattress on the floor and is basically squatting in a warehouse? You know, he had it. I mean, he had like, it was weird. It was, so it was very small, studio size, right? And, the, and like no bathroom in that area. Like you literally had to walk all the way through to the bathroom. He had um, a very big music setup. Like I think he liked to do a lot of like, 
I don't know, mixing of things, <laughs> sure. mixing of sounds. I don't know what. Sure. There was a double bed that was actually a bed. Okay. There was a couch. There was not much else. I mean, it was small. But okay, now how long did this last, Erin? Not long. It was like it lasted a few months. I remember we hung out with one of his friends at one point, and his friend was just like, he was like losing his mind. He was like, she has braces. What are you doing? She looks oh. like your daughter. This is insane. And like, that's the sane guy, by the way. Like, I should have mm. known. At the time, I was like, I'm just so mature that like, that's why he <laughs> likes me. Like, no, he was so fucked up that he yeah. went for uh-huh. a 16-year-old with braces. Uh-huh. Like, You're just like, I, I'm so mature as you are cleaning food. Out of your <laughs> as you're flossing. You're, right. like using your floss yeah. sweaters. As like- I'm eating with like my hand in front of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get a retainer soon. I don't know why out of sixteen you sound like you're eight. <laughs> oh wow! So okay, hold on. Can you take us just take us through this relationship? Because I just want to know how it started and how it ended. Yeah, I want to know where you meet a character like this. Yeah. So he, I was in a theater company in Ohio that was like an adult theater company, and I was like the only teen in it Mm -hmm. and he came to a show that one of his friends was one of his friends was in the company so she was like 26 Mm -hmm. and he came to see her saw me and i mean listen no Aaron whitehead on stage it's were you playing puck it's all playing puck no it was a shanley play it was a john patrick shanley play oh Oh, this is where i got my at my um i need to stop saying at i just learned recently that when people say their twitter handles they don't say at first <laughs> which i have been saying since tw- 2009 so i'm just now learning that this isn't normal okay girl with a tail is my twitter and during this play at one point i had to play the voice of a mermaid it's like there's like a short it's a shanley short where this guy falls in love with a, a mermaid who lives in central park and the director was like i want you to play it really ethereal and i was like no craig she's just a girl with a tail she lives in new york city like <laughs> she would not be ethereal. She's in the fucking Central Park. Yeah. She's just a girl with a tail. <laughs> hey, I'm swimming here. <laughs> so yeah. So that's you, a girl okay. with a tail. So, so, yeah. So, so then I guess saw- he so he's enthralled or he, he hears you, your voice he sees you treading the boards he's enthralled mm-hmm. yeah and i was it was like a it was like short it was like one act so i was in a couple of the other ones so he saw me and then we talked after and yeah oh that's that's worse actually uh, you know that's much is much worse because what i least because what i thought you were gonna say is that he was in the theater company and then that way you sort there was some sort of sense of familiarity or working together or getting to know no but no he actually saw a 16 year old with braces Yes. <laughs> it said, let's have a conversation. I got, I got two tickets to uh, ministry. Yes. You want to go see them? Yeah. Okay. And I looked so, yeah. I mean, I would get carded for R-rated movies, even in even when I was like 21. Like, I, I was not an yeah. old 16. Yeah. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Did you ever think, by the way, you said you were an old soul and now you're not an old soul? What if you have a bunch of souls fighting for dominance within you? If that's what it feels like. I mean, I will, absolutely, <laughs> that's what it feels like. Internal family systems. Maybe it's internal family systems. (laughs) (laughs) So now, as you're going through this, right, you're 16, and we don't have to harp on this. Again, you're here. You're not talking about this like this is, um, you know, like this is like broken you or shattered you. But I'm just curious how, because I've never been in that kind of, you know, age disparity. And like certainly when I, but at the same time, I know like when I was 16, like I wanted to be in love. You know what I mean? And I was like so into like romance and boyfriends. Like that I think that if somebody older was interested in me, I think I would have been all in do you know what i mean like and so i guess yeah. I'm, but i'm wondering but at the same time like 
that is not an appropriate age gap and the question of sort of how does that then shape what you think relationships are? How did it eventually, like for instance, as you said, when you're sitting there and his friend is like, what the hell is going on? You were like, nah, but like, I'm cool. I think it was, I was of two minds though, because I sort of also knew, you know, like there was a piece of me that like, it's not like I thought his friend was crazy. I was mm-hmm. sitting there being like, I know exactly what you're seeing. But then this little piece of me was like, but I'm just so special. Like, I think mm-hmm. we all grew up on like, like, I think it's, it, I think this relationship probably less than like what I grew up watching informed everything because I think, and I think about this so often, but it's like the 90s movies or 90s shows that I grew up watching. It's like the guy will be just the worst player, like cheating on girlfriends, everything. But then in the movie, the girl he ends up with is like so chill and so cool she changes him right. and I, and that I think is what fucked me up more than like with him I was more mm-hmm. like I felt out of my realm he luckily wasn't like pressuring we didn't have sex mm-hmm. um and he didn't not pressure me to have sex so that was great <laughs> like because that would have also in that warehouse been a terrifying thing. yeah no right no, no, and, no, you know bad. in the 90s we all saw six seasons of warehouse lover so <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah yeah so that could have really affected you know that could have really pushed you towards a i mean i'm lucky that he was not grosser than he i mean gro- he was like gross at the level of dating me in the first place but at least he wasn't like a, a, a super bad guy um but no i think it was everything i watched because i think i for years and i un- sadly i think even in recent years i have somehow just not been able to see guys I'm friends with as the person I should be with. Like if I think when I was younger, I just was like, no, you're not what I've learned is what I go for. Mm-hmm. I love to spend time with you. We get along. I'm, I'm myself with you. So we <laughs> cannot be together. And then, <laughs> and then like in more recent years, I think I would have those people and be like, Oh God, like with my chronic illness stuff and like other issues, like I can't put this on you. Let me go for somebody far lower who will be terrible right (laughs) who will not be able to meet your needs yeah and that's been that has been the last couple and they obviously have not been great yeah Mm -hmm. yeah but you but you know that now or do you think you had that awareness going in i think i i think there were ones where i was like kidding myself if that makes sense like i i think initially i always knew but i would i would go in going this will just be fun. It's like, I mean, you know, and I had a therapist once who was like, D- date people to practice. I think this is terrible, terrible <laughs> advice, at least for someone like me, because I just, I get attached even if I don't like yeah, someone, same. which is a really unfortunate thing. I think same. it's, I've started reading it about attachment stuff and now I'm like, well, now I get it. This would have been helpful. And like also that therapist should have known about attachment stuff, <laughs> I think. But I will... I can go into someone, something like n- knowing who somebody is, knowing that they're not really for me. And within a couple of months, I'm like, I will die if they leave. And mm-hmm. it's not them. I'm yeah. not happy with them. They're not, yeah. I'm not my best self. It's not like I even want, I'm, I'm considering breaking up with them the whole time. But the idea of them leaving is like, mm-hmm. I, I'll die. Yeah. I'll be abandoned. Uh, you know, it's, so that's where my attachment <laughs> stuff is. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. And I have not dated in like, re- in the recent. Uh-huh. Yeah. So your attachment style is just like Velcro. I think it's called anxious avoidant. Interesting. Because you're I pushing think. away, but because you are put like you won't you won't engage because I to engage well, is to like really want that. And person. maybe I'm wrong. So I will say I like downloaded an attachment book and I'm ten pages in. So listen, I'm not <laughs> 
Okay, so it's not as good as that book about snails fucking. Okay, because that's what we're noticing. Because she said, it's I can not, only get through 10 pages. It's not holding my interest, okay? The prose, <laughs> the, the prose isn't great. Um, I know I forget. I, I know anxious is one of the parts that I am. It's like, it's the like, it's the fear of being abandoned that makes you cling as opposed mm-hmm, to like mm-hmm. being secure with somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. but I'll let, I'll let you know when I finish the book. <laughs> okay, please do, please do. So this is what attachment style is. I've heard guests talk about this before. Well, look, Aaron's only read 10 pages of a book and I don't <laughs> yeah. think you should be hearing this and going, so that's it? I mean, we're only getting a bit in a piece. <laughs> but you even talked about it. I was just like, I just shrugged and I'm like, all right, I won't, <laughs> I won't ask what this is. I'll just, I'll just sit and listen. And, maybe, and you know Andy, what? wait, you do EMDR, right? Yes, not... Recently, recently, I've just been screaming at my therapist. Like, oh, that's a nice. Like, explain was- reality to me, please. Explain how I'm supposed to live in this. Please <laughs> do it, because because Naomi uh, got a writing job, so she's out. So I don't feel constrained during my therapy anymore to have to be quiet. So I can now <laughs> scream at my therapist. How Not does your scream. therapist you take it? Like, does she? Do you have someone who's like can can really be that? person to be screamed at and give it back she, she, she is a stoic russian she is a stoic russian exactly so wow. I'm, not, I'm not yelling at her but i am no, just i know like, you're not yelling at her but you're yelling you're venting yeah. to her yes yeah but yes. yes so i was doing it and she keeps being like we should maybe get back to the mdr and i'm just like i need to i need <laughs> you to tell me that i am crazy you could just tell me and then we can move from there but just tell me i'm crazy that reality isn't fucked and she refuses to so <laughs> i that's interesting i i just started with a new therapist and i did like do the you know the consults with a few before that and i'm just i'm shocked by who can become a therapist honey oh, no. No. you know what because so much of this honey it's about i could learn something from books and past tests that would then lead me to get a certification do you know what i mean like yeah you just have to like and then the question of like whether you work with patients, obviously you have to do your hours of training with patients. I'm not saying that the therapists don't do their training, but then who is deciding if you're like, quote unquote, good or not? Like, how do we even define good in therapy? Because and it's I not something you graduate from. And it's like, well, now I'm good. Now I'm healed. The so spirit of Freud comes down uh-huh. and Danes, you know, puts a puts a a ghostly hand on their yeah. head and says, you you no longer have the Oedipus complex. I don't know what uh-huh, that was uh, good. That went that into French. Good. Started German a little bit. Went right into French. <laughs> this is just, this is so. This is more like what Freud should be, but more Nazi-ish. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. Let's move on. <laughs> Since we're in our therapy, we're kind of talking about our approach and stuff. Do you well, want to talk? Wait. Can we? Add, well, I want to the go, new one. I want to see. Yeah. What yeah made, oh, thanks. Yeah. yeah that's like, I, was going. I was like, let's not. No. 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 <laughs> what? Like, no. Listen. What made you decide? You said you just started with a new person. What made you decide to find a new person? And kind of when you said you had a couple consults with people, what were you looking for? You know, as you kind of chatted. So I had been seeing a therapist from like, I saw her from like maybe 2015 to 2018, went back in 2020 because I was having a, a true and utter breakdown. And mm. Why? Did what not happened know in 2020? <laughs> Um, well, what's <laughs> funny is Andy s- separate stuff from the goddamn pandemic, but the, de- but, but the pandemic was the underlying. And so I was like, I'm, I don't know who I am or what is happening. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm fully fucking gone is what I mm-hmm. felt like. And so I was like, I had moved on from the past therapist before thinking like, I just want to find someone who's like, maybe just a different technique. Cause I felt like I, I had kind of gotten to the end of where I could with her. Mm-hmm. But come 2020, I was like, if I start with someone new, 
I will have to explain who I used to be. I needed to I needed to see someone who knew my base uh-huh. <laughs> and like truly within one session she was like you have PTSD and I was like okay that <laughs> makes sense to what I'm feeling like I uh-huh. is like I left the building is what I felt like do you mind um, if we ask what was going on outside of oh yeah crumbling I found I so I in 2018 I started getting just crazy symptoms like I got fatigued so bad that I could barely lift my head off the couch I my brain fog was so bad I would like I couldn't read Mm -hmm. at all I couldn't comprehend I would be halfway through a sentence and it's just gone and I mean that shit happens to everybody all the time but in a way this was in a way and so constant that I would just give up like I would I'd, Mm -hmm. I'd start to say something like it's so good to see you I don't know I'm sorry I don't know what I was gonna say like just and just fully gone Mm -hmm. like and there, I knew I would never catch the thought. It wasn't like trying to think of a word. And um, I developed psoriasis, which is like a skin. It's like a skin autoimmune condition. I'd mm-hmm. never had any autoimmune before. Um, I'd had IBS before and it turned to IBD. And so I like lost like 20 pounds. Um, uh, rashes all over my body. Weird stuff. And then mm-hmm. I kept going to doctors and it took. And it was terrifying, too, because like. I I truly had no idea why it was all happening. And doctors are so calm that they're like, hmm, yeah, it's a little weird. They'll do a <laughs> test. And I'm like, I need you to be Dr. House. Yeah. I said I said that to a doctor and she hated it. But I'm sure they hear that. <laughs> I'm sure they hear that a lot. But I was just I was out of my mind and they would tell me to come back in a month and I'd come back in a week because mm-hmm. I was really like, I don't I need yeah, you I to can't know wait this that isn't. Long. Right. Yeah. I was like, I, this isn't me. I can't explain to you. I've had the flu. I've been sick. This isn't, I've never felt like this before. Right. Cut to this just kind of keeps going on. Um, The week, I think it was like March 5th or March 6th around there of 2020. I find out I have black mold in my apartment Uh and I start apartment hunting. (laughs) And like a few days later, um, oh, and then my mom says, well, you could, why don't you come stay with me for a little bit while you're apartment hunting? Because at this point, the the mold was making me so sick that I would like write down what apartments to see and then I'd get confused and mm. I'd drive to see them and I would be like, I'd get lost even with the GPS. Like my brain was swollen. Yeah. And uh, so she, my mom was like, why don't you come stay with me while you look? The day I got to her was the day the quarantine began. And I, yeah, so I end up like, spending the next year and a half staying with in her little back room for a while while apartment hunting in the pandemic. So I'm mm-hmm. in a mask with like absolute wild managers and owners <laughs> who like some don't believe in COVID. Some, some like they just give you a key. You can go look at it. Great. That's great. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know at this point that I had PTSD. And so I was like hyperventilating, crying on the way to see every single place. I'm like looking at the ceiling and swearing like I can like that I'm see seeing mold. Yeah. And in some places I was like some places you see like literal water damage and like, mm-hmm. but I was just in my old place where it was, the, all the water damage was like up in the popcorn ceiling mm-hmm. which i've learned since is like why they put those in apartments is they can sag down and then shrink back up and you won't see the damage hmm. um it's so gross but yeah uh, as you're talking about the way i'm just looking around our apartment we don't have par- popcorn but honey trust me there's probably mold in these walls <laughs> i mean i'll tell you that right now i mean your place looks very lovely i like yeah. 
I'll show you behind some curtains, literally, okay? Because you know I told you about our leak situation. I know. You have leaks around a window, right? They're fixed now. It's no longer leaking, but I was like, whatever water has come in over time is in that wall. So, you know, yeah. I'm like, it's in the wall. I was like, it's just there. Because, like, how, where else does that to go? But does it automatically make black mold? Could it make other kinds of mold or no mold? Well, mold is never good. It could make no mold if there's like enough space in there that there was like air, or if they play, or if when they fixed it, they replaced any of the material. I don't know what they did when they fixed it. We have to schedule that. They yeah, did they have the, not. they have not. They have not yet. Yeah. I but mean, we also I, have no symptoms of anything. Well, we have no yeah, symptoms. You and I, you and I, voice note. You know, I'm we a have, walking but, symptom. <laughs> yes, but you have no <laughs> symptoms that are linked. We to don't. Know. Would you leave me be? <laughs> I will I'm, say, anxiety <laughs> is linked to mold. So, just an FYI. The headaches. Oh well, that, the body pain. So, okay. The chronic so, headaches. Yes. My parents were made of mold. Then. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know. Well, it is. That was like one of the most annoying things too. Is like when you try to explain to somebody the symptoms you're having, they will always go to mental illness. And I'm like, mm-hmm. no, no. I had that. I I had that as a base. This right. is worse. This right. is different. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. But yeah. anyway, so I spent most of the pandemic either subletting places that then I had like I'd be in there for a month. And I and you know the market in L.A. I was apartment hunting, sick, with no job during a pandemic and i'd show up and if i could afford it that meant a hundred other people showed up yeah or couples showed up with like dual incomes and i'm like i'm not working i have some i have like three months rent of savings like whatever and then i finally got into a place and then the people sold it nine months later and i i think that's when i like had another full break like full break and like moved into the place i'm in now but it was like under duress it was like i didn't want to move i i again was applying to places within my price range did not get them because i was up against so many applicants Mm -hmm. spent maybe a thousand dollars in rental applications over oh my god which is fully which is fully illegal like they i passed i always pass pass them and then they just go with somebody else and like you have nothing there's nothing you can do yeah right what is that what, what do they do with that money? Is it's it actually theirs. used to they pocket it? Run a credit check? No, I don't think it even. Co- I mean, can't you do credit checks for free? Are yes. you all and telling I'm... me that landlords <laughs> do scummy things? <laughs> this is this is really eye opening. Um, but anyway, that's so that's all the stuff that was going on, and then add the pandemic and being sick from mold. So and and I I. I've always been stressed by moving, but having to move that much under those circumstances is was mm, yeah. bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad, mm. bad, bad. Yeah. And this made you want to do therapy, all of this. <laughs> yeah, this made me go back to my old therapists. And I would have like my session, because I was staying with my mom, I would like drive somewhere and I would just park on the street and have a session mm-hmm. in the car, which yeah. I actually didn't mind. Oh. It was kind of a z. Yeah, during <laughs> the quarantine phase, I would go out to the car to do therapy on my phone so that because Naomi and I were so yeah tight in the beginning well I think it started because I made a joke tweet I tweeted as a joke like I was like something about like basically like tell me not to listen to my husband's therapy session you know something like jokey <laughs> about the fact that I could hear it but then literally I put that up and Andy was like I'm gonna be outside <laughs> and I was like it was like oh okay I was joking but I understand I understand even the idea that like there's a possibility of being hurt. You know, like I probably could have been in the back room and my mom would have been very respectful and not like tried to listen. But yeah. I, I was just like, I know I need to know that like there's mm-hmm. no possibility. And Absolutely. you can scream in a car. I do it. Yeah. 
You can hey look, if there's one lesson, listeners, you get out of this episode, you, you can, can scream, scream in a car. car. <laughs> <laughs> you can scream in a car, and you can scream in a car, and you can scream in a car. Do you um, ever scream in a car and then the next day you're like, Why does my throat hurt? Do I have COVID? And I'm like, Oh no, no, no. <laughs> I was simply screaming. <laughs> no, that's never <laughs> I, I'm not that free with my emotions. So <laughs> Except with your therapist. Except I'm getting there. Hey, you yeah. know what? I am getting to the point where I can just be like, hey, just just be honest with me for a sec. Stop being this kind of Freudian blank wall and just tell me what you think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I think I'm that would frustrate me. Do, yeah. do you feel frustrated by it? There, Yes, but I think it's on purpose. I think that's, you know... I think she does come out of that kind of Freudian school mm-hmm. where there is this, you are supposed to have this kind of at times adversarial relationship with your therapist and it, you're supposed to just see whatever emotions come up and she does not talk about herself. She does not really give me, and I don't ask her, I don't want to put that on her in the first place, yeah. but there are some points where I, I do, I'm just like, just tell me I'm wrong. If you can tell me I'm wrong, I'll stop with this. And she and she doesn't. So I, either I'm right, either I'm right, or she truly just will not say anything. But I, and I, she, I, does she show compassion? Like if you were to say this uh, this thing that happened to me, and I'm so upset by it, would she ever say like that? That sounds so hard. That sounds like it was so hurtful. Yeah, but it's robotic. Like I'm like <laughs> I'm like I don't need look. I don't need the like kind of like fake empathy. It's the same thing like when like a stranger tells you something, <laughs> fake empathy, and you go, "Oh, that sounds tough." Like when like you can't muster up the like I don't know, Aaron. Tell me. Tell, I only do that with a crazy stranger though. <laughs> like well, I think I can I can muster empathy for a stranger if it's true. Like if I'm like, "Oh, that really does sound bad." Yeah, I guess in my head it feels fake a lot of times, and mm. I think in reality I'm such a good actor that I can mm, such a good actor fake it, mm-hmm. and it sounds mm-hmm. genuine. Mm-hmm. 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 But in my own in my own soul, I know it's hollow. So it does, it feels fake to me. I don't know. Tell me something awful, like fake awful, right now, and I'll see if I can empathize with you and see if it sounds real. Okay. Um. <laughs> My friend's my friend's snail ate its snail partner. That, see, that doesn't actually sound. I'm like, oh wow, that's. I guess that's bad. You want something really awful? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> my friend, uh, my friend's boyfriend died tragically. He he crossed the street getting her a coffee and and was hit and a and his daughter watched the whole thing happened jesus christ well, you said right. to go real jesus that sounds awful. no but not real that didn't really happen no, that's no no that's, no that didn't happen thank that's, god you know i'm what? really sorry i'm really sorry that your friend went through that <laughs> went through. <laughs> that the is friend, the, the friend who's andy you're not a good actor i'm so sorry <laughs> <What>? <laughs> tell that to a uh, mr steven spielberg who cast me in the fablemans as John Ford, and oh, it was only because of scheduling that I didn't get to do it. And David Lynch did it. <laughs> oh, because of scheduling. <laughs> I was cast, but I actually couldn't I do cast. it because of scheduling. That'll be I'm my. So theory. sorry, your friend went through that. <laughs> was it that so romantic? Sorry, Hold on, let's try this again. Give me one more. Th- give me one more thing. Pretend that it happened to you. Say it's happened. So I. So I have a connection. Oh with God. It. Okay, Andy, Fake. I was crossing the street to get you a coffee, and I got hit by a car. What? Yeah, I'm never Are- gonna walk again. Oh jeez! I now I feel bad that 
you you were getting the coffee for me. Of course you're making it about you. Of course you are. <laughs> That's the way he's able to connect. That's the way he's able to tap in. You know, if you could, he's like, how is this about me? And then I can really bring some real emotion for it. You know what? We immediate, somehow we got this to become an improv podcast, which means we have to take a break because we've got to help people help themselves. Okay. Okay. When we get back, we're going to answer your advice questions. 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. And, and we're, we're back. back with Aaron Whitehead here to help you handle your scandal, Aaron. Okay, that's the part I was excited for. Okay, wait. So, <laughs> yes, before we started recording, you were like... I listened to the show, and there are things I'm curious about how it happened. What was the thing you were curious about? You guys land the and we're back so perfectly every time that I, A, thought it was pre-recorded possibly. Ah, no. But in my mind, what happens is that you guys both drop down from the ceiling, land in your seats at the same time, and (laughs) say, and we're back, because that's the energy. It's so fun. I love it so much. Thank you. Thank you. But yes, no, it's just we saw it. You we say it. we're going to take a break, and then there's a beat, you and just, then we go. It's a rhythm. You, you feel just it. feel the rhythm in your in yeah. your heart. Yes, you we're the Gloria Estefans of podcasting. Honey, the rhythm's going to get you. It's it going to get, you. get you. It's going to get you. It's right behind you. It's watching you, you sleep. You better protect yourself, because that rhythm <laughs> is going to get you. It's going to flay you alive. You're going to be a skeleton after the rhythm gets you. I'm warning you. Please, everyone, take precautions. The rhythm, rhythm is, is going to get, get you. you. <laughs> Oh, God. Eric, can I also say, I, I was thinking of this earlier when, when I was imagining a conversation with you. <laughs> That's what I do. Before I talk to anyone, you on visualize. This, I visualize. I'm like, oh, what, what will this be like? It's not. Any, it's never exactly what it is. But you have introduced us to our favorite unit of measurement that we still use. That's true. A grandpa. Oh, a grandpa. How, long, <laughs> a, how, how far away something is, is measured in grandpas. <laughs> and a grandpa is defined, you guys, as six feet. Six, feet. six feet. A grandpa tall. is six feet. Right. So and I got this from my mom, who also imagines things in terms of her dad, which is <laughs> my grandpa. Ah, your grandpa. Okay. So this is what, and this is how all measurements start, right? Yeah. Think about it, right? Yeah. A, if you go back to ancient times, it's yep. all just based on, you know, like a hand mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. I want this to become a real measurement. I want people in the future to be like, uh, hey, can you pick me up 
uh, it's not, it won't be long. You know, I'm just like uh, 300 grandpas from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah or I'm yeah, like, yeah. This, ta- this table, I was like, this table's like half a grandpa. Yeah. It's like, I literally fit. laid down across, a across our coffee table because I was like, that's not a grandpa way. <laughs> and I laid down and it is like five. <laughs> it was like, yeah, three feet. It was mm-hmm. like three, a little over three feet. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, it's about, it's half a grandpa. It's always surprising to me too because when I actually see what it is, it is shorter than I imagine. I think six feet seems so tall. And then I'm like, I'm five, six. It's not that much taller than yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or also just like, in terms of a distance away, six feet's not that far away. Like Mabel's leash is a grandpa. Yeah, you when you I mean? showed me that, I was like, that Mabel. can't be. No, yeah. Mabel's leash is a grandpa. Reacher, a reacher is bigger than a grandpa. A reacher. Okay, a reacher are you a grandpa away a grandpa. or are you a reacher away? Wait, what's, oh, like Jack Reacher? Yes. Yes. Uh, oh. yes. Okay, yes. I thought we were Alan talking about. Richardson, who plays Jack Reacher. I don't know why I immediately went to like a citrus picker. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, something you use, one of those like claws. Yeah, like a you reacher. Oh. Like for yeah, you know how old people or like short people, I guess, have like a you can like yeah. get something at uh, yeah. Yes. I don't know. I don't know what that's actually called. Probably a grabber. Yeah. A grabber. A grabber. Ooh, grabber versus reacher. Season three. Amazon, make it so. We get questions from all over. We get questions from Instagram, Twitter, and actually not so much Twitter anymore. We get questions mostly from Instagram, Gmail, and of course our favorite voicemail. Although, folks, if you use Twitter and you DM us. We we'll get there. It. We'll we get will there. read it. We'll get there. So, uh, Naomi, if people want to leave a voicemail, which is our favorite, what is that number? 323-524-7839. Remember, honey, start with your pronouns in a log line in case you get cut off. But you shouldn't get cut off because you have a three-minute limit. If you can't tell me the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth in three minutes, so help you God. I should say, you know what? Someone, I was listening to a potential one for today that we're not going to use, but I was listening to a potential one, and they're like, this is much more difficult than I thought it would be. Try this. Write out little bullet points of what you want to say mm. beforehand. Mm. Write out your bullet points. Because they were on their third try. <laughs> oh. Oh. And we're and not playing it? No. No. Oh, that's sad. Because I think tries. on the third try, they, they still didn't even get to it. Yeah, that's rough. So I was like, I was debating. I'm like, well, do we have the gist of it? And then I'm like, not. So or anyway. they got to call the micro machines guy and be like, say this as fast as you can. No, don't. Me. Don't. There was a guy who uh, who called into Sarah Silverman's podcast the other day, and it was like the audio version of man spreading. I've never heard <laughs> someone. It was an. In- I I swear he did it intentionally. He was like, hey, uh, Sarah. Uh, oh no no no. So and I I just. I wouldn't have played it. I wouldn't have played it. You can't. You can't reward that kind of behavior. No. no, no. So Naomi, do you want to read this first one? This comes to us anonymous. Is that right? From yeah. Gmail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Andy, Naomi, guest and pets. TLDR: How do I get my tastiest atheist partner to sign up for a credit card? I'm a she/her. He's a he/him. Thank you very much for this. We've been together more than five years with a six-month break earlier in 2023. We're currently long distance, but the goal is to move back in with each other once I find a graphic design job that lets me leave Ron DeFascist's hellhole, a.k.a. Florida. Mm. We've kept our finances completely separate, and it's worked for us, but my partner only has a debit card. This wouldn't, and maybe doesn't matter, but there have been new, numerous instances when something's been wrong with the card, causing him to lose access to his funds and be left scrambling. 
to paint a picture. A couple years ago, his card and computer stopped working the day I needed an emergency appendectomy. It was one of those when it rains, it pours situations, and he needed a laptop, food, and a way to pay for my post-op meds. I had to hand my credit card over to him while I was in a hospital bed pre-op. It took about a week for his new card to come in, so he used my card for interim needs, including an unexpected trip to the vet. For himself? Maybe for himself. He's a developer and at the time was working on COVID testing software, so his laptop need was urgent. He makes good money and he paid me back in full once he got his bank situation sorted. But. Capital letters, but. He refuses to get a credit card, even when less extreme variations happen at least twice a year. He says he's nervous about ruining his credit, losing track of how much he's spending, and forgetting to pay his bills. He's got ADD for context. I try to tell him there's automatic bill pay, but his biggest concern, it seems, is with the budgeting aspects. I want to be patient and understanding, but I'm a first-gen AAPI gal, and he's a white man who grew up comfortable. (laughs) Spelled W-H-Y-D-E. M at symbol N. (laughs) A white man who grew up comfortable. Cough, a little wealthy. Cough. I think he believes he'll be fine no matter what, but I'm standing over here like, what if there's an emergency and you aren't with someone who'll let you borrow their card? It feels brazen for him to test his luck with just the debit card. Do you have any advice on how I can broach this topic successfully and maybe even convince him to get a credit card? Conversely, am I wrong for wanting to ask this? Would love your perspectives all around. I love my partner, but this money stuff stresses me out and puts a bit of a damper on thinking about the future. Love you all. A. Not anonymous. A. P.S. Thanks for all you do and all you are. Couples therapy has been a real buoy doing some hella choppy C's. P.P.S. Attaching the pic of the animal who needed the vet visit. He's fine. His butt glands just get backed up at inconvenient times. Sure. P.P.P.S. <laughs> sorry that this is long. I read all the P.S.s, so it couldn't have been that long. Because this also gave us detail, actually, that I really yeah. appreciate. She's paint. They've painted a picture. She's painted a very clear picture. Call her Frida Kahlo, because she's painted a sexual picture. Um, now, now thoughts, Erin. Thoughts. I mean, interesting. I'm. I, I'm. My brain kind of stuck to that. We took a six month break earlier in 2023, and now yeah. we're moving in. So, like, I'm sort. I, I'm curious about that. Obviously, we can't ask them. So, I guess I have to just uh, let me put a little pin in that. But, mm-hmm. um. Mm-hmm. I do think if you're making good money and good for him for, you know, making COVID software, what does that mean? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think if your partner is stressed by having to loan you their card, you have your answer. You need to get a fucking credit card. Like I, 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 right. I hear She's the fear. Just ask him. She has to just ask him to get the card. Yeah. And explain that like her loaning hers to him am i using the right pronouns i missed them at the beginning yes yes her card to him just making sure okay Mm -hmm. uh is 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 like a stress for her because right now he's saying i'm too stressed to get a card i'll let you be stressed oh yeah card so it's like she's the one taking on the stress that he's afraid of feeling and i do think there's many ways around this like i i have a fear of of going into debt uh as well and as, as so do many people but i think like a, it actually improves your credit scar- credit score to mm-hmm. have a credit card. Mm-hmm. So that's like an argument she yep. could use. Yep. And and I feel like just, you know, wrap a piece of paper around it and make yourself write write down everything you buy as you use it. Like be annoying about it. Be like, yep. I this credit card is wrapped in a piece of paper and I have to write down the things I spent. Like don't use it for everything if it stresses you out. Great. Just use it for big things. Like 
hide it, hide it from yourself and have it be an emergency credit card if you want it to be that and you don't mm-hmm. want to use it all the time. But like, come on, that there's not a way around it. Of course. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I was gonna say, first of all, you know, I think sitting with him and also and just explain, especially because because what you're saying, because they've been together over five years. So it's like, this is a long, per- long term relationship. But I do think that part of why that you have to have this conversation is it's because you're about to live together because you're about to merge finances, if for nothing else, paying rent. Right, like that person, he's gonna have to like give you rent. Like even if you were to handle it, it's still be like, okay, send me the part that's yours. Like, you know, this person, once you live together and start taking care of bills, this isn't just about a credit card; it's about money in general. Meaning, you're with somebody who doesn't know how to manage it or is afraid to manage it largely because they grew up not having much of an awareness of money right Mm -hmm. like because she's saying he grew up wealthy and basically his thing is like okay i have what's in my debit and i just spend what's in my debit and not understanding that like you know first of all you can get a card not only is there automatic bill pay i also think you should sit down with him a card that has a very low limit getting him a car like a card that's like bucks (laughs) 60 bucks but like (laughs) You can get credit cards that are fifteen hundred or two thousand dollars. That like you could not go spend any more than that. Right. And it's like, and as you said, I think too. To me, it's like it's about emergencies. It is okay. My debit card's not working, probably because you swiping it all the time, and they thinking you ain't got robbed. Because you know the bank will be like, "There's too much going on with this one debit. It's someone on a spree." But it's like They're paying for an appendectomy. <laughs> They're paying for anal glands at a vet. Yeah. They're like, who is this person? They bought a Nintendo Switch. Someone stole this card. Um, And then it's also about protection, too. Because, again, if you lose your debit card, you don't want to lose all your money. Like, if you lose a credit card, you can at least shut that down. Whereas, like, you know. Yeah, I pay for everything with a credit card. Pay that off at the end of the month. Right. And that way, because it's happened before. My someone stole my credit card numbers from something. Mm-hmm. Probably from one of these Los Angeles parking meters. I bet that there was something on there. Watch out, everyone! Is that a thing? Yeah. They well, it, there's like there's not more more at the um, gas station. Than, yeah. like, oh, the gas station! Itself. I've heard of yeah, parking meter. I'm absolutely. like, what are we gonna do? Okay. Yeah. But anyway, the the point is that uh, I called and I got whatever the person bought on my card taken off, and they sent me a new card. Whereas if someone stole my debit card, they would just yeah, the money's just gone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That sixty dollars is out. It's, <laughs> yeah. A, no, but I think what you know, because again, the question is like, do, how can I broach this successfully? And um, am I wrong for wanting to ask for this? No, you're not at all. I think what you're saying is, hey, if we're going to be living together and we're a unit, I need you to have my back as much as I have yours, and that includes um, spotting or covering in a financial emergency. Because you right. just gave us an example wherein you he was out and you were able to hook him up and help him out until then, which. Again, because we're saying that you have no problem doing that. You're not saying that you're not going to be there. But what you also want is to know that he can and would reciprocate. And he currently is not set up to do that for you yeah. because of his situation. He couldn't give you something and say, okay, go grab what you need. Or, oh, like, you know, let's say you get mugged and you've got nothing. And then he's like, oh, I just have my debit card with me. Hold on. I'm, I can, let me see if I can get to an ATM. And it, or, you know, or he gets locked out or something like that. And I think, I think. Part of this conversation has to be in the lead up, as you said, you're planning to move together, move in together. You've been together a long time, so it's not like you're trying to cut and run. So it's like that, I think, is what you have to tie the conversation to. If we're going to be a unit like this and then also if he complains, like you can even come. Hey, I, I, I found three credit cards with low limits and, and I can help you set up automatic pay, bill pay if that's what you're really worried about. Because I can understand not wanting to overspend, but it's also like, sir, you're grown. You got to learn how to do this. 
And you do it by putting on training wheels and guardrails, which is like a low limit and making it so that you're not spending too much and like you'll have perfect well, credit. You he'll, can he'll over- the best credit of everyone. <laughs> you can overspend with a debit and just go and end up just overdrawing oh. anyway. So it's, right. it's yeah, I, I, I put everything. I'm the same as you, Andy. I put everything on one credit card because I like to be able to see literally everything I've bought from like gas to food to stupid things on Amazon, like in one place. It stresses mm-hmm. me out to be like, sometimes the debit, sometimes mm-hmm. cash, sometimes credit. I'd much rather see it all in one list, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which I think is like, if you, yeah. especially if he's saying he has ADD, I feel like that's a like consolidate, be like everything I've ever bought is in one list mm-hmm. uh-huh. every month. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to suggest something that's a little, uh, a little out of left field. What if you put ransomware sure. on his computer <laughs> Sure, and you will give him the password to get it off once he gets a credit card. <laughs> mm, so yes. no working, no software developing until yeah. you handle it. So if things. you guys are in different states at the moment, you just, I'm not sure how exactly how it works, mm-hmm. but you, I'm sure you get him to, you put it in a, a email, you get him to open it up mm-hmm. and that installs it on his computer. Yeah. I think that's how it works. Yeah, At least that's that. how it works on TV. Again, I've seen ransomware on TV. I've seen warehouses on TV. I'm not sure what the it's all mm-hmm, like in reality mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but try that raised by and tv look, i'll say this if you want to dm me the reason you guys are on a six-month break i'll give you further advice I'm so curious. <laughs> yes dm <laughs> all of us you can put all three of us on a, yeah. on a dm yeah, yeah, yeah. i i want to know if there's more if there's more we could be giving right yes. this six-month yeah. break but i didn't know if it had to do with her going to florida for work because like they're di- but that would be different distance places. right like not but they took a, f- a six-month break? Oh, maybe they had just watched that episode of Friends. And th- that gave them the idea, like, we should take so a we break. We should go on a break. We should we, take yeah. a break. And then we can bring it up, uh, you know, for the next six seasons. That was yeah. more yeah. side relationship. Yeah, that yeah. was much more side <laughs> <than us>. <laughs> <laughs> George, yeah. we were on a break. No, I think you have to frame it of like, hey, this is something that I need. And I and I understand. And like also in just sitting with him through his concerns. Because it just sounds too like about, do we say ages here? No. no age. This feels like mid twenties. It's feeling very mid twenties, and so there's also feeling like maybe a touch afraid of just like, again, this I'm afraid to ruin my credit. I'm a, I'm afraid of spending too much. It's like okay, you're gonna have to grow up, and we're gonna take it slow, and we're gonna yeah. keep it simple. And I don't, and, I'm, and when I say it's like, I'm not saying you remind him to automatic bill pay. You set up it like. No, no, he will automatically have his bills taken. And again, this is a credit card for emergencies, for the appendectomies, the vet visits, the things that come up. Yeah. And if he can understand, and again, because this is more of a mental game to me with this guy than it is him actually like having a problem. Do you know what I mean? Like there's no actual barrier. I think it's like a mental game and not knowing how to handle money. And I think it's him being okay with the fact that like to avoid his own stress, he's okay with her being stressed. I think that's kind of the thing I would... I, yeah. That's the thing. I, that's the piece I'd talk about because all the yeah. like automatic pay, whatever you can figure yeah, that yeah, out. Yeah. If, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, no, no. I'm not, I'm not giving you, you my credit card pre-op ever again. That's what she's saying. I'm never giving you my credit card pre-operation. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. If there's an IV in my arm, you are not getting my credit card. You better work it out. That's it. You better go right. to walk right into Chase. Okay. Open up a goddamn account. Hey, and look, if he's worried about like, I don't know if I'll be able to pay it off. Just think about this. How many years? The society have really anyway. Wow, right, Andy? What are we? Right. What are we talking about? Andy, I think longer two. than. See, you bring this up, but I my concern <laughs> is that we have a long, terrible time ahead of us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's true. And you know what's going to be functioning? <laughs> credit card companies. The banks. Oh yeah, they're they're, they're, they're never cops. Down. Credit card companies <laughs> are going to be the only things in the wasteland. So okay, uh, you know what? I stand corrected. <laughs> Aaron, do you have time for one more? 
You know I have. I have all day. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's do every. Let's do every single advice question we have. That, that I would love. I would love it. Forty or <laughs> Naomi's or 50 like Aaron. Please. No, no, we could. Because <laughs> it was funny because I wasn't even going to say Aaron. Do you have time for one more? I was like, we're doing another one. Like okay. I wasn't going to ask. I was just going like to be polite. One. Now, I mean. no, you are. This polite. is my big event for the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Ours too, honestly. Yeah, Ours I thought. Too. I thought we were going to go to a Super Bowl party, and then I found out that that's. Not this week, so. Wow, a Super Bowl party. Outside, look, outside feels like a lot. Okay, okay. I'm already like, are we sure? But I said, well, show. He's up. the one. It's a, it's a friend it's just of ours. It's funny because people would never know that Andy's the one of in, in our relationship who's like dragging us to parties. He's the like people would think that I'm the one, you know. Yeah, but it's really him <laughs> who's who like, let's think go. That? Because I'm the front-facing person in this relationship, <laughs> and you're, you're the one who's always like, we gotta go, and I'm like, no, we don't. <laughs> I mean, you're by the, the time mer- you're the mermaid on the front of the ship, but An- but Andy's paddling. Yes. yes, I'm captaining. How dare you think I'm just a simple oarsman? <laughs> <laughs> How dare you think I'm just a simple oarsman? <laughs> anyway, this will be out after the Super Bowl. That was like so an old time. Go read. Taylor Swift. Eagles? <laughs> yeah, Taylor Swift. We'll, go uh, Taylor. All right, this is a voicemail. Hello. Andy and Naomi and esteemed guests. Um, I have a question about um, young love, uh, distance. It's 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 very like romance movie ish, according to my my friend. But the the story basically is: I met someone when I was 18 years old. He was also 18 years old. It was the very beginning of college. It was a whirlwind, as they say. Immediately fell for each other. Um, that was a messy time, and we did not ever officially PM date. You know, it was like a it was a situation ship before that was really like a phrase used. Um, but it was it was really very intense and emotional. And he is still a friend of mine. He's very much in my friend group. Um, but he and I never dated, and then. About six, not even, like less than six months after we were like, we're just going to be friends. He met a girl. They dated for five years. Um, I, you know, you know, mm-hmm. just watched it happen. But then they broke up. And tr- literally the first time that I saw him after they broke up, um, mind you, I do live out of town now. The first time I was back in town visiting him and our other friends, we made out a whole bunch. And it was very, like, tender and passionate and um like it just it was just a lot and now you know it's been seven years since he and I had our fling thing but he he and I have this weird dynamic going where it's like a like a will they won't they situation mm-hmm. but I do oh, live Rachel. across the country but also it's worth noting that we're both 25 and I'm having a hard time knowing whether I should just be like, well, that was fun and try my very darn just to not have any feelings anymore and move on and like just just put that in a little box and throw it in the ocean. Or <laughs> if I should allow the possibility that maybe as we get older, something will happen later, because every time the opportunity has presented itself, something has happened. And I still want that. Um but I'm too scared to declare that. So any advice would be great. I feel like a, an ignorant baby. 
Thank you. I love you both very much. Shit or get off the pot. That's what uh, I say. My little ignorant baby. My oh. sweet, sweet ignorant baby. Wait, I before. Know. Aaron, you yeah. ever been in a situation ship? <laughs> well, <laughs> he sure. was 29 and she was 16. <laughs> yeah. I've probably only been in situation ships. <laughs> the beginning of an Avril Lavigne song? Yeah. <laughs> I'm the ultimate up. ignorant little baby. Um <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that true? You've never been in like a like a real long no no no. I've I've been in relationships, but I would categorize so many of them as like unhealthy. Um, I've been in a couple. I've been in a couple sweet ones, good ones. How long? What's the longest healthiest? What's the longest unhealthiest? Two categories. Wow. Um, my first boyfriend, which was when I I was eighteen, was we were together for like almost a year. He was so sweet. I was so in love with him. He was so great. And then that, you know, we were that age. We broke up. He went to college. Um, and then I was with a guy when I first moved to L.A., like on and off for four years. He was very nice. But like, I think we just kept clinging to each other out of like homesickness or like being alone in L.A. So it wasn't mm-hmm. that it wasn't that he was unhealthy, but we were maybe not healthy. Was he an but improviser? Back to ignorant baby. What? No, no. He was a DP hmm. or a DP in school. Okay. Yeah. But OK, ignorant baby, you are very sweet and there is dr- okay because but I, so I was having trouble because first it was like okay when we were 18 we got together but it was just a little situation ship then he was with someone for five years then when they broke up they made out yeah so now it it's very tender and it was a tender make passionate. out passionate and tender was the phrasing used sounds great but then here's what i'm missing was what's the communication looking like in the interim this was exactly my question like are they in contact now at all yeah and like what's the tenor of that conversation because to me is it if you're just like holding on to these memories it's like as andy said shit or get off the pot in terms of like if this person wants to be with you they need to make overtures now the fact that you again live across the country so then i'm kind of wondering well what is the nature of the communication or is he just somebody who you're always thinking about because yeah, is, this a, is this a crush or is this a friend that you have a crush on because it just Right now, it sounds like a crush. But it's also like they obviously have this interest in each other. But I'm wondering if it's more like, you know, when something doesn't get fully like played out to its natural conclusion. Yeah. You hold out the hope. Right. Because it hasn't actually been like completely ruined. So yeah. you're like, well, maybe that means that could be my person. And it's like, yeah. first of all, you're 25. And who is your person? Will the neat what your person needs to be changes, you know, at different phases of your life. So even though you're like, oh, I like this guy or we have something, it doesn't sound like you've ever had anything that was stable, reciprocal, and like calm. You know what I mean? Like situationship, then like a torrid make out right after he broke up with somebody. It doesn't sound like the signals of somebody who's trying to like Mm. be with you for real, for real. Was it a rebound makeup or was it a... We've been waiting for this for so long. Say, this is the question. Yeah, I I hear her though on the like, should I, she said she doesn't feel brave enough to say the thing. I'm sort of like, well, if the op, if the other option is you're never going to see him again, you might as well at least say something. That's, like, that's why I said shit or get off the pot. Say yeah. it. Might as well. No, I mean, you said it in a more beautiful way than I did. I, I, <laughs> I, <laughs> I Yeah, I guess if they're across the country, I would probably literally call him because also whether or not he picks up is or, you know, text him and say, could we talk? Because I know that's what we're we're more of that. That's mm-hmm. what we do now. Um, do you think 25 year olds even talk? Because like if someone's like, can we talk? It's like, oh, God, what's yeah. about to happen? I or do know. you think they send TikToks to each other? That's what 25 year olds do. <laughs> send him a TikTok. Maybe it even goes viral. But best case, it goes viral. You, 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 go, you go with whatever that brings you. Yeah, um, yeah. 
No, but I would, I, yeah, whatever feel com- feels comfortable. I just wouldn't text it because I feel like I hate, yes. you don't know what the tone is going to be and then you'll keep second guessing like, wait, did I explain it right? Should I text again and this time he'll really get, and just have a conversation. Like a conversation is yeah. going to be much clearer and it doesn't have to be like a, can we talk? It could be like, hey, I, I like, I, we're across the country. We should, we should do a phone date. And then on the phone date, I think if you're going to do this, I would just say like, I actually like you. Yeah, like, past lives it. And Pull listen, past lives. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm going to move across the country for you or marry you, but I just thought I've had this feeling for a while. Why not say it? If you don't feel that way, great. Now I know. Because that puts you in a position of like, I'm not, like, you're not taking such a risk that you're like, what if he rejects me? It's it's more like you're being the brave, cool one who's like, let's mm. call this out. This has happened a couple times. That's true. That's true. Especially with the distance. Yeah, it's not like you're like, oh God, I'm gonna have to see him tomorrow at work. Right. Or like see him at the bar. Like that's true. You have nothing to lose. But I but I think though, I, but I also want to add to that though. What is your p- desired outcome? Given that you, I don't know how often you guys are connecting and talking as it is, and you do live far apart. What are you asking him to do? You want him to come fly out and see you. You want him to, you know what I mean? Like, are you trying to say like, let's give this a shot long distance style? Because I actually don't think that's going to be good. No, not especially not to start. <laughs> not to start. That's what I mean. Like starting at long distance, I think is very hard to build up the kind of intimacy and rapport you need. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I think it's one of those where it's like, are you just kind of, or is it kind of like you just trying to like put it out on the table mm. to kind of see, you know? Cause I, cause that's the thing. It's, it's kind of like, I think you get one chance to kind of openly declare your feelings. And I just want to make sure the timing of it is right. Mm. And that, I also, no, you make or, a good point. You make a good point. Cause maybe it's better to sort of start like a fun texting friendship so that you stay in touch with this person. And so then if things align, we build up rapport. We've got to get that I wonder if that's yeah. better. What mm-hmm. if you just send him the, that little purple, devil emoji thing oh the smiling devil emoji just send him three of those yeah, yeah just see that what he get says the, that should just get see what he says just see what he thinks and see then follow up with it. the clown with the person with the dollar signs in their eyes and their tongue sticking out and yeah andy's just scrolling through emojis right now and, and then a hot and then a hot dog with the little like poof like the hot dog's running <laughs> that should that, that should, should get across clear. exactly that's clear yes that that's is, the message that's you're trying not, to send. if that's not the, your inner soul yeah or whatever however many souls you have in you battling for dominance right. right right if that's not a depiction of your soul then i don't know what is yeah 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 Aaron, have you ever sent anyone the purple devil emoji no i don't like that one (laughs) i can't believe you had it pulled right up (laughs) i I didn't have a i had to search Uh and i got worried that you thought i was uh checking out aaron i thought i got worried that you thought i was going to my phone to like check my email or something i did not think that but it did make me laugh when you pulled up your phone and i was like oh that's one of your recent emojis i never (laughs) use those they're like not recent like no stop slandering me everyone (laughs) i don't know i mean if you if if you were an emoji <laughs> you might be the little purple devil. <laughs> yeah. You I do have so. the devilish eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see here. All my recent emoji. Uh that purple devil, a peach, an <laughs> eggplant, three dots of water. Oh gross. <laughs> so who are you messaging? And I hope you're having fun. Um Aaron. 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 Aaron.
Thank you so much. You. This was wonderful. <laughs> it was so great to find out that I actually did know where you were from and you were trying I to know. come up in here and embarrass me in my own house. I know. And you I... were from goddamn California. With a I'm touch horrified. of Massachusetts, a touch of North Carolina. I should have just said yes. We could. We, uh, <laughs> who knows what we would have talked about had we had the time to not keep listing states. What would we have talked about? What do you think? You know, I didn't know what you were. I was curious what you guys were going to ask me. I didn't know. Well, we just kind of come here and just let let the microphone take us away. You know, we look at which, that Zoom screen and we say, where are we at emotionally? What do we want to talk about? You know, which I have to say it went because as you know, I'm a listener it sounds like you guys are so prepared for every interview, truly. Like really? I'm always like, wow, they came with like a they came with like a list of questions of where it could go and like mm-hmm. I also love that there's a true crime element, Andy, because when you dig into somebody's answers, I'm always like, Ooh, he's, gonna, <laughs> he's not gonna let element. this detail go. Okay. <laughs> Was there a, he's a dogged. It's a dogged. Did I miss any details in this? I'm the Maloney of I this. mean, I think I like I like as soon as I said warehouse, you pounced, you know, yeah. you were. Yeah, you weren't we letting that know. go. We do want to no. know what's going on in that warehouse. I mean, I'm still like chilled by the thought of it, actually a little terrified. It's chilling. Have it's you chilling. looked up chilling. that guy now? Who have is I what? Now, have you looked up that guy now who is what in his like 70s or 80s? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. How old is he now? <laughs> Yeah, he's old. I, um, he's in his fifties, right? He's in his fifties. No, I don't. I, I don't know what he's doing now. I, I like. I went away for summer, and when I came back, he was like with a woman his age, which you know, great. Oh, good for him. That's great. You know, did you have any temptation to pull that woman aside and go? He and I were dating. Have you, or rather, have you been to the warehouse? Because I want to know if a woman his own age would go to that warehouse. Because you got to make mean, a change. I know. I, I bet that they spent time at her place. I'm gonna. I'm yeah. just gonna guess, and of course we couldn't because I lived with my mom. <laughs> <laughs> Were you like pick me up from the orthodontist and then let's go back to her house? I just got I, my braces tightened. I can't make out too hard. I just got my braces tightened. God, do you remember that feeling? It used to hurt yes. so yeah. much. It was oh awful. Oh my god, yes. Terrible. I'm so mad that they didn't give me one of those little permanent retainers. You know how some people have like the band on the back of their teeth? I have it on the bottom, but not the top. You do? Why didn't they just do that? Yes, we've been I'm, doing I'm this. so mad about it. <laughs> I know, but I will say, I don't even know how you do it on the top because like it's hard to floss. You know, like I got to really like, mm. I got to thread it down below. So you floss. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> not to brag. Not to brag. I do need a deep clean for some infected gums. Oh, yes. I had to have um, gum surgery once. Oh. I had receding gums. Oh, well, folks, we will talk about this, yeah, of course, we next <laughs> week. You know what? On our <laughs> new show, Orthodontia. Orthodontia. But until then. Bye. Bye. Hey, we're just popping back in. Yeah. As we were were chatting with Aaron (laughs) after after we stopped recording, we were just like, hey, we never actually (laughs) found out. I I, want to make sure every episode is satisfying. Yeah, you got to close the loop. You got to close the loop. We never actually found out. Because I wasn't ready to end, I'll be honest. (laughs) We never found out why you went to junior college. Yeah, why was it you hit 10th grade? Yeah. And I need to know, like, kind of what was what was the conversation and why 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 yeah i think i really had this that i had this rushed feeling it was like in my heart in my stomach that i was like i i know what i want to do i want to be an actress and i need to i need to get things happening fast
class, I had this like, I got to get out of this place. And mm-hmm. I and and I will say seeing my friends who were seniors graduate, I felt made me feel like I was behind, even though literally I was behind because right. you're supposed to be like, yeah, you're a sophomore. That oh, is, my God. Yeah. And and I and I really just like I, at that age which blows my mind that I was like this because I'm not like this now. If I got an idea in my head, I was doing it. And you mm-hmm. and there was no stopping me. And so I mm-hmm. told my mom I wanted to do it. I went to the guidance counselor, told them, took the GED, like di- like figured this all out on my, by myself. Started junior college. Was like, oh my God, this is high school with ashtrays with like old people <laughs> in their 40s. Like, what did I do? <laughs> <laughs> it was uh it was not that fun like i did not enjoy junior i really at that point was like oh i guess i just have to get through the geds and but that is where i met that boyfriend that i loved that he was an he was a bird guy he was an ornithologist <laughs> oh interesting <laughs> an a bird guy so then what you did two years of junior college uh-huh. and then transferred to emerson in boston oh. okay and then you're back and on that's track. where the comedy bug bit you when you had, when you said, I got to get out of this place, did you have that song and f- footage of Vietnam in your head mm-hmm. as you were, yeah. what is it, uh, Janis Joplin? <laughs> we got to get out of this place? What is that? I don't know. I just like Andy saying that song. Now I'm there. There's, there's so many footage. songs in my mind that just like, there's got to be something happening here. Said the devil to. No, not that one. Who's that? No, what's that? I, I, that might be the Grateful Dead. I don't know what I'm singing. <laughs> what, you don't, wait, wait. Just gotta get out. Just gotta get out of here. You guys That's don't mean. have footage of Vietnam in your heads, and then you either hear all along the wa- watchtower, or we gotta get out of this place. That's not what when happens. When you said Vietnam, I got Forrest Gump in my head. Is wow. my age. Yeah. That shows the age difference between us. I have China Beach in my head. <laughs> China Beach. The age. I love how you. What the age difference between us? I'm older than you. I, I think know, that's true. I think I. I'm. I'm we're not going to say it on the podcast, but I'm no. certain that I am. I can bleep it out. Use. Why don't we bleep out? I'll, I'll, we can say our ages, and I'll just bleep them out. Okay. How old are a- you? Say your age on three. One, two, three. Oh, we're same age. Yeah, but you got it. <laughs> but you got to erase this. You have to believe it. Actually, I don't care. Look, I have gray hair. What, what are we talking about? Who I'll bleep it. <laughs> <laughs> so the China beat should be your. So Naomi, you're the baby. Oh my god, I'm so the young. Baby. I'm so young. I'm so jealous. I love being the youngest. <laughs> I'm never the youngest anymore. Oh god. All right, everyone. We All got right. our answers. We got our answers. If, if there's the one thing you're gonna get from couples therapy, yep. it's dogged journalism. Dogged. I hope dogged. we're back for one more coda after this. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.